Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Low and Zo Show. We have a different kind of episode for you guys today, one that we've never we've never done anything like this before. Yeah. Maybe you're the star of the show today, Zo. Maybe you want to kind of introduce <laughs> what we're going to be chatting about. Yes. So recently in my life, I have noticed that what's been at the forefront for me or where I'm called to move forward into is opening up to a relationship, a romantic relationship. It's been quite some time since I've been in this space, but it's on my heart and I trust that it's on my heart for a reason. But the last time that I was in a relationship or situationship was quite some time ago. And that was full of a lot of lessons and a lot of learning and a lot of conditions, which inhibited me from feeling like I could be free in the space that is dating and relationships. And so as I'm coming back into this, opening my heart to it and expanding in this way, I am what I would say, I'm kind of on the edge of the new paradigm, right? So the old way of being or the old way I used to operate in relationships and dating was just, there was a lot of perfectionism. A lot of it was subconscious, um, but somewhat conscious and there were a lot of ways in which I was making it hard. I was making it difficult. I was, I was making it challenging. And now with the awareness that I do have and knowing that this is on my heart, this is my, the place where I feel led, I really want to fully open up to the new paradigm of ease and freedom and relaxed receptivity. And like I said, I'm sort of on the edge because all I know is a previous Zoe in the dating world. And I haven't fully met or perhaps fully welcomed in or embodied new paradigm dating so and that is what Lo is going to coach me into today I'm so excited so today is going to be sort of a coaching call slash conversation hybrid just because we want to give you guys some context and uh, this will be just sort of the two of us talking about this topic um with sort of a, a desire to bring to light, whatever it is that's there for Zoe. And I mean, you're very self-aware and you've done a lot of work around this area, but we're just going to kind of let it go where it wants to go. So let's get started. I'm Lo. And I'm Zoe. And this is the, the Lo and Zoe show. We're thought leaders and entrepreneurs who know that an abundant mind is the key to an abundant life. On this podcast, we do manifestation differently. We'll be empowering you to create your wealthiest life through sharing the principles of quantum creation and the infinite power of strategic identity shifting. If you've struggled in the past to manifest the love, the money, the success, and the truly opulent life you most desire, it's simply because you've been missing a vital piece of the conscious creation puzzle. And we're here to change that. If you haven't already, be sure to join us inside our Facebook community, Abundant Mind Tribe, for daily tips, mindset hacks, manifesting tricks, and more that'll equip you with everything you need to manifest the abundant AF life you deserve. Now let's get started. All right. So I feel like a little bit of context here before we kind of dive in would be good. Um, Zoe and I are in the middle of our most recent launch of a brand new program, which is imperfect and prosperous. And, uh, just so that you guys know, actually two things, we have a free masterclass happening on Thursday, this Thursday morning at 7am Eastern time. And it is called force versus flow the usher. What do we call it? Unlocking the unlock something about unlocking a paradigm of ease. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
can't remember how, what we wrote in the end, but we'll link it down below for you guys. Um, it's, there's no opt-in it's just taking place in our Facebook group. So we'll put that below so that you guys can join us. And, uh, it's going to be really, really good. We're going to really talk about the source of resistance for people. Um, and really, like we said, unlocking the new paradigm of relaxed receptivity, one of ease, one of effortlessness, one of letting go of conditions so that what you want can come in now. And, uh, so there's that. And on that same day on Thursday at 10 PM Eastern, the price for IAP is going to go up $111. And this is a program. It is eight weeks. It is all about integrating a new way of being on a deep nervous system, body led level that allows you to no longer create rules and conditions around what you desire, relax in letting in everything that you, that you want, um, and really remove what's in the way. I mean, I think so much of the time we are holding ourselves back from what we want. And we think it's because of conditions. We think, well, I'm, I don't have enough followers and my mindset isn't in the right place. And I wasn't perfect in these ways. And I need to be more confident and I need to be more healed. And the reality is, is that the universe doesn't require any of those conditions to be met. It's in our telling of the story that because we've not met these conditions, that we don't get to have what we want, that we in fact don't get to have what we want. Right. And so there's a much easier way to allow in what we want. And it's so much, it's just, it's, it doesn't require shifting anything other than our ability to accept that who we are right now is worthy of the love, the money, the success, the freedom that we desire. And so Zoe has very graciously volunteered her <laughs> herself uh, for this topic. And I think like, this is going to be a special episode because we've talked before about the area of love and relationships, always from the perspective of neither of us having it. And this is something I really transformed for myself this year. And I've been more and more opening up about that. Um, and finally shifted because I was in a similar situation with Zoe as Zoe, like I've been single for a long time. And I really thought that this area of my life needed to be hard. Like I had conditions around the energy that I needed to be in. I had conditions around my mindset. I had conditions around what I said and how I said it. And all this crazy stuff that kept me so far away from what I wanted. And when I realized that it was, oh, it's so much simpler than that. Um, this is where IAP really came out of. So anyways, let's diving into this a little bit first and foremost. So in the area that is relationships for you, what does prosperity look like? Prosperity to me looks like abundance in love and precious moments and the enjoyment of life. It looks like ease. It looks like the freedom to truly be myself and be seen and heard and held in that way. And prosperity, like if I'm imagining this, this divine union, it just is, it's just beyond my wildest dreams. It feels like a deeper connection than I've ever experienced. And when I think about that connection, like versus thinking about the King that I'm manifesting into my life, it's like the, like the real, the next level relationship that I'll have with God's source universe, like through this person and through that experience of creating that in my life. And that's, yeah, that's what feels like prosperity to me. 
expansive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what about him specifically? Tell us a little bit about him. He's a king. Yeah. And what I mean by that, yeah, <laughs> he's a king. Um, and to me, what that means to me is that he is incredibly self-aware. He has the ability to to receive me, um, to support me and like sees me for the queen that I am. Like there really is this ability to see each other and recognize each other. And he has the ability to hold space for me and he takes care of me and in like all sorts of different ways. Yeah, I get it. Does that answer your question? Yes. And <laughs> it's interesting that none of the answers that you gave had to do with him specifically. It was, which there's nothing wrong with it. It's just an interesting like thing that I noted as you were talking. It was about how he can hold you and show up for you. So just tell me some of his attributes outside of like, who is he outside of your yeah. union? Yes. Okay. So I recently made a list of a hundred things about this person. Some of them had to do with what I just explained is in the, the quality of our relationship and, and how that feels, but more of attributes about this person. He is an entrepreneur. I just, and I know, like, I know some of this stuff is very, can sound kind of egoic or structural, but, but to me, it really speaks to the foundation of this human because there are things that I feel in my heart like we will create things together and he's an entrepreneur. I also like, I am an entrepreneur. It's like in my DNA, you know, and I, I really truly feel like my uh, divine counterpart is that as well. So he is an entrepreneur. And within that, I know that there's already been a base level of learning and understanding that he's already embodied as in he knows how to take care of himself. And that's not just taking care of business and creating a structure, but also taking care of his body, taking care of his energy and uh, his health and well-being. Uh, that's also a part of it. And I do feel like this person is very spiritually fit. Um, there is a strong desire in myself that I've noticed that this person, this divine masculine is very strong spiritually, because as I go deeper in my personal work, in my spiritual journey, in my medicine work, it is fully required that I have a very strong spiritual masculine presence as like a protector, as I do deeper work. That's just like what I'm noticing is like, that is fully required for me. That's like a non-negotiable for me is that this person is very knowledgeable, has done deep spiritual work, has done medicine work, is in that world that is that is of high importance to me. Okay, amazing. You want someone that can really meet you where you're yes. at. And that's probably not something you've really experienced up until now. It's been sort of like You've met maybe men that are willing to have these kinds of conversations and are interested in it, but that are still kind of in the old paradigm a little bit in terms of just their level of self-awareness and the reality that they live in. Is that true? Yes, that, <laughs> that is true. And, you know, like we, we spoke 
the other day sort of about this is there there was someone that I did see who had some of these attributes, like the entrepreneurial type mind, that driven ambition, who could hold space and receive me, but it wasn't quite the depth. And that person hadn't actually done the depth of their their personal work in awareness and let's say their their shadow side. So I've had like glimpses of it, but I haven't like I haven't seen this type of being this creature <laughs> oh, and like like what Zoe is calling in and I have not a doubt in the world that this man is like he's out there he's looking for you um but you are an anomaly <laughs> like in terms of your desire to go so deep in your own journey and Zoe has done so much more self-development work than anyone I know probably combined, like it's going to take a very developed divine masculine to hold you. Yeah. Right. And none Thanks, of that is love. to say, none of that's to say like, oh, it's going to be hard to find. No, not at all. It's not, it's not like you're, you don't have to search for this person. They will show up in your life. It'll seem like, oh, well that was easy. Right. Like, I guess all men are just this level of self, like even though they're not like, it'll, it'll seem that easy for you. So tell me then point blank, if someone were to ask you this and you were just to answer it, why don't you have this person yet? I like what, what immediately comes to my mind is worthiness. Um, I think like, I think that's sort of the work that I have been doing is feeling worthy of this type of, of, divine union and in that like there's been naturally fears that have shown up that I that I have been working through as they've been reflected to me even before this person arises I do feel like it's worthiness I feel like one of the big conditions though that it has been at the forefront that I'm consciously working through and untangling for myself right now is that it's not the right time. And that seems to be one that I've used consistently over the years. In the past, it looked something like, well, I haven't paid off my student loan yet. So that's a burden. And I cannot date because of that. And then it was, well, I don't know in where in the world I actually want to live or where's home. So I can't fully like imagine myself being in a relationship. And then it's like in Bali, I couldn't really imagine what a relationship looked like in Bali. And I was like, well, there's certain foundations in my business I want to build. And then I'm going to India. And then I went to India and then I come back and then I'm like, well, I'm going to do Iboga soon. So now I can't be with someone until after Iboga because I'm going to walk out of there a different person. And it just keeps, it's just this condition that I have that I just keep pushing it into the future without actually declaring and claiming the now, which just as I expressed at the beginning of this podcast today is that it's actually at the forefront for me. And I trust that it's at the forefront for a reason for a very long time business and building foundations in my business and becoming a life coach that was at the forefront for me. There was a time in my life where YouTube was at the forefront for me. And now it literally is. It's like, my heart is telling me it is time. We're doing this. You're on the conveyor belt to that divine partnership. And so show up and do the work right now, because that's where we're going. Right. Which is perfect. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So you've been pushing it off into the future, or there's always a reason why now is not the right time. Let's mm -hmm. go back to the worthiness thing for a second. 
And specifically you spoke of having fears that you've worked through. What are some of those fears? Like whatever you feel comfortable sharing. Yeah, I think it's like, like some of the deeper body work that I've done lately has been about this worthiness of I've actually like never fully felt worthy of receiving Mm -hmm. and receiving love, receiving like kindness in ways. Like there's, there's only been a certain depth into which I've welcomed that into my being. And in the deeper body work, I've been releasing stored trauma that I may or may not have had like awareness from, but a lot of that was sort of from the root chakra. So it's almost like I haven't fully felt worthy of, of having divine union, like a romantic relationship in my life that actually felt safe. Like I've never, like the, that's been the work is like the worthiness around actually feeling, feeling safe with a man who loves me and can hold me. And I think some of that naturally is abandonment stuff. Um, and yeah, I just like, you know, I had very challenging situations in the past, like just to give a little bit of context in the last like relationship that I was in that was like a boyfriend let's say he stole he abused me I had to go to court and he stole all of my money and maxed out all of my credit cards so I was in the negatives with with I was literally homeless and had absolutely nothing like I and I then money was spent that wasn't mine so I've had like all sorts of trauma to work through in that and so it's like um opening up to heal the root chakra and imagine myself and create the world where I'm actually worthy of being protected by the divine masculine. Like there actually exists a protector. There actually exists someone who um, can take care of me, who I could trust to take care of me because my entire life has been Zoe taking care of Zoe because no one could take care of me. And so it's like, how do I open up to feel worthy that I don't have to do this all by myself anymore? And that there, there exists a king out there who's willing to, to take care of so. Thank you for, I mean, Zoe's no, no um, stranger to being vulnerable and real <laughs> online. It was actually part of what like inspired Imperfect and Prosperous was just, you know, our, I mean, Zoe's been doing it a lot longer than I have, but our willingness to be seen in our imperfection and what's so interesting to me, Zoe, is that I feel like, well, you can tell me in this quest for worthiness, because mm-hmm. you do so much different healing work, right? And I, a lot of it I know for you is like genuine curiosity and a desire to explore and to, you know, just have all of the possible experiences that life has to offer. But mm-hmm. I know that some of it for you, and maybe you can speak to this if you want to, does come from an from this belief that there are things that must be off within you or not off, but like, they're not quite fixed enough yet. Like if I could just heal, whatever this is, that's keeping me from feeling worthy, then this thing would know, like this, this desire of mine would no longer elude me. So what are the narratives for you? Cause the, the interesting thing is, is that in your business, you totally allow yourself to be seen in your imperfection. And you said the other day, you're like, when I want a new client, I just call it forth and it's just there. Like there is no correlation for you. In fact, I would, I would imagine that the conversation in your mind is 
people want to work with me because of how real I am and because I've done the work and I've demonstrated that I can do the work. Whereas in your personal life, in your romantic, a romantic setting, what are the narratives for you around what still maybe needs to be quote unquote healed so that you can feel worthy or is worthiness a condition on its own? Like what, yeah. Like what comes up there? Yeah. We're getting to the good stuff because I'm starting to feel emotions arise. So, you know, I think one that, you know, I was thinking about this morning when I was getting ready, it's, and I'm just going to start speaking off the top of my mind and I hope I answer the question correctly, but it's like, I've been out of the game for so long. Like, do I even know how this works anymore? Or, um, I'm getting old and people, you know, I'm, I'm, it's almost like I'm not, I'm not the same person I was in my young, my early twenties. Um, but I actually love myself more now, but it's almost like I keep getting older. Like I keep getting older. There's something like about aging there. And there's also, um, there's also like something about like, I don't really know where home is and that's still there. I do love Bali. I love where I'm at right now, but I'm also completely detached, which some of these things, like they can all be reframed. And it's like, I know they can be reframed, but it's like, um, they're all just excuses. They're excuses for me. They're excuses that keep me holding back versus putting myself out there in a different way. And I'm starting, I'm coming to that edge, like more and more, I mean, this podcast, like this is me coming to a new edge right now, because yes, like I have, like, I can say, like, I feel very successful in the, in the ease and the spaciousness and the, my ability to just feel at one with my business and like call in the clients. And like, I, they're all soulmate clients, the people that I work with, like, it's just, it's soul work. And, but when it comes to this area, it's like, I, I see how clearly I have been hiding out in my safety business working, right. Some of that is actually like workaholicness. That's not healthy, but that's, that's something that I've been clearing lately, but I hide there. I've been hiding out and maybe I've mastered that area, but I have left behind this area. I have left behind this area that is opening up to relationship. And, and when I, when I look at that, it's just like, there's just been excuse after excuse after excuse as to why it's not the right time yet or why I'm, I'm unfit for that. So you have a business that really works right? When you desire to call money and clients into it, it does. When you desire to up-level or you do rather, when you desire to up-level your income, you do. When you desire your business to support you in the next thing that you're wanting to, to, um, manifest in your life in terms of opportunity or travel or whatever, the business supports you in your mind, who do you need to be for your business to work or for people to desire to work with you? in the service that you provide just myself (laughs) just so yeah just so yeah right no condition yeah yeah no condition that's exactly what I was hoping that you would say yeah and in the area that is relationships who do you think you need to be 
for that area to work. Like it's always a next level zone. It's not this one. Mm. I'm like getting emotional now. Who is next level zone? It's almost like, you know, as human beings, I think like one thing is that like, we don't feel like we have it figured out, or this is like one thing that I've noticed, you know, in coaching people and things like that is like, we all sort of have this, I don't have it figured out. We're all, we're all fucking winging it on planet earth. Like we all just land, like, can we just all accept that? Like we all just landed here. No, you know, we can have ideas about what we're doing here. And we can do deeper exploration to figure out like, you know, what our soul's mission is and stuff like that. But we're, we are all winging it. Right. And I think it's like, there is this illusion that I'll be ready for a partnership, like a relationship when I have it all, when I have it figured out. And that's just absolutely impossible. Like it's, you know, it's, I'll never have that um, figured out. It's more of an acceptance piece. I just have to accept myself as I am in that area and then allow. But it's like, how can I allow? And I'm like, I'm just, I know my potential. I know my potential, um, but I have to see myself like romantically as that potential versus, um, you know, just hiding out, (laughs) hiding out my business. Um, and thank you for just like letting us go there Yeah, because the whole idea of having things figured out, everybody has this in an area of their life that they've not yet created the results that they want, right? This is what IAP imperfect and prosperous is all about is accepting that there isn't anything to figure out. And Mm -hmm. the only reason you don't have what you want in that area is because you don't believe it's available to you now. It's going to be available to you at the next level of income. It's going to be available to you at the next level of healing. It's going to be available to you at the next level of mindset or alignment or whatever. And we're pushing off. And you said this at the beginning, you're pushing off that readiness or that acceptance that it is available now. And I think in your case, what we can look at here is just the paradigm within which you believe love can exist for you, right? Because tell me, like, there's no difference. One thing I want to say is like, there's no difference between calling in a client and calling in a romantic partnership. There's no difference between calling in money and calling in your like high vibe tribe. (laughs) There's no difference calling in the dream job or the dream home. These are all just things that we're setting intentions for, but we have different conditions, different rules, different ways of being different trauma, different nervous system responses in these different areas. And that's the only thing that dictates how easy something is able to come to us is, you know, what that area of our life packs with it essentially, and what the conditions are. So Mm -hmm. tell me why as Zoe, just exactly who you are, you Mm -hmm. are more than enough to sorry, you are more than enough for your clients and desirable to them and able to really serve them in such a profound way. Because I trust myself. Like I trust my, I trust myself. I trust my higher self. I trust my gifts. Like I just, yeah, it's like, we spoke about this. I'm going to, I'm going to give some context here, but it's like when I'm in my work, source flows through me. And I, I know that channel. I trust that channel that just is. And it's like, 
you know, if we think about money and business, money, like the people on the internet aren't responsible for my income. Money just flows through them to me. Like that's just, that's just the channel. Um, just like I can logically understand that love doesn't come from a man, a man it flows through a man yeah. to me. And so it's starting to like build familiarity with like love can flow like through a man to me. And I think about friendships. We also have spoken about this. I have just phenomenal, phenomenal friendships in my life, like deep seen, heard, felt like, you know, I can be crying on the voice notes to low and it's like, it's, it's okay. You know, so much but then love. why? Yeah. <laughs> but then why, when I imagine um, being seen going through my stuff, let's say in front of a man, it doesn't feel safe or like, it's not okay. Like I, it's almost like this idea that I have to clean up my emotions in order to be in that relationship. And maybe, you know, what's coming at the top of my mind is that my dad never wanted to see me cry as a child because he didn't have like the the capacity to hold me or didn't know what to do with that as I was like a young child or even if I was a teenager like crying and being upset like he just didn't know what to do so stop crying stop crying and so I think that there's probably some of that in there still that's like like imagining being with the divine masculine who is okay with me having a day where I just need to be like meditating tapping sitting with my happy moving through my stuff because that's just life. And, and that's when I say desire a King, who's also like doing that work, I imagine that he's just totally holds space for that instead of being like, why aren't you like fun and fantastic Zoe today? You know? Um, yes. Okay. So, uh, there's so much to, to unpack yeah. here. Um, and it's, it's amazing. I'm like, Zoe and I were like, we're just going to let this go exactly where it wants to go. And I'm like, Yes, this is exactly it. Um, with your clients, you know, you talked about like you trust your gifts. And I would imagine also that you believe that you are best able to serve your clients because you yourself are in the work, mm -hmm. right? You yourself mm -hmm. are always walking your talk, so to speak. Is that true? Yeah. Right. Yeah. You don't have a condition that says I need to be perfectly transformed Zoe in order to help clients. In fact, that might be a detriment to my ability to help clients. Is that mm -hmm. true? Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And I know that these are different areas. And so it's easy to like, think about it that way in comparison to a relationship, but I just want to shift paradigms for you. And like, just to, just so people are aware, like this is, I think this is why we're building a whole program out of this. And it's eight weeks long for a reason, because this is work to integrate. So I'm going to offer Zoe some things, and I'm not suggesting that she just take them on like beliefs and be healed after this coaching call. <laughs> yeah. I don't even like that word, like healed, but that this just shifts things for her instantly. I think that these are things that we have to integrate at a nervous system level. And I'll talk a little bit about some of the decisions or the like breakthroughs I had in this area that allowed me to accept that I could be both imperfect and prosperous in the area that was romantic relationships. And it wasn't, it wasn't, Oh, I just decided it was, I was open to seeing this differently. And then I integrated that new 
you know, set of beliefs or paradigm, uh, with my nervous system, I released what there was there to release. I went basically through the process that we're going to share with you guys inside of IAP. And that's what shifted things for me. It wasn't just, I, I have this thing against like, Oh, just see it this way. Look, you're done. Like I just, for me, don't believe it's usually something that shifts in one coaching call. I think it is a process that we walk ourselves through and that we integrate and that we become right. So, okay. So looking at, we're just using your like business and, and your clients as kind of a, just a comparison. That is an area of your life where you are open to easeful and relaxed receptivity when it comes to what you want. Correct. Yes. And you don't require yourself to be anyone other than Zoe. You don't require yourself to be in a certain energy, to say the perfect things, to be totally transformed or healed in order to set an intention, which is more clients, more money, whatever, and have it come in. Is that correct? Yes. Right. So in that area, you are imperfect and prosperous and you have easeful receiving relaxed receptivity Mm -hmm. in that area. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Perfect. So this is what IAP is all about is like having you guys move into that paradigm within other areas of your life where you're not open to it being easy because you have conditions in place. You have nervous system responses that are keeping you quote unquote safe. So you told us about this beautiful man that's coming into your life. And I have zero doubts about that. I've like, I've felt into Zoe's man for, that sounds weird, but for like quite a long time, like I can just feel his essence and it like, I just, I know him. It's like so weird to say that, but I just know like the masculine that you're going to end up with. And I know what he feels like now being that he is someone who is, is in his own work and his own self-awareness and his own journey to the extent that he can hold space for you. Do you think that what he's looking for is someone who has it all figured out? No, no. Do you think he's someone that likely has his own trauma that he has worked through or is continuing to work through? Yes, of course. You wouldn't be a match if he didn't. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, everybody has trauma. It's just whether or not you're someone that is, that is doing the work around it or not. He obviously is someone that is doing that. Do you think he's looking for a, a feminine who? understands him the way that you desire to be understood by a divine masculine. Yes. And do you think that you could be that feminine, that divine feminine, that partner for him had you not had trauma to work through? No. Do you think that you could hold space for him in the way you desire to be held space for if you weren't continuing to do the work yourself? No. And would you continue to do the work yourself if you were healed and worthy and transformed and perfect and next level version of Zoe? No. Of course not. He is not looking. Your man is Mm -hmm. not looking for Zoe 2.0. He has no interest in that. He wants someone like you like you want that can have these conversations on such a deeply profound level that he's never found in anybody else, because it's not, even though we're anyone listening to this, like you're in the world of healing and self-transformation, but it's not normal. It maybe seems normal because you're so surrounded by it. Your energy has created that in your life, but it's not 
normal. The most of the world is asleep still. Right. So he's like meeting all of these women and most of them, I mean, I don't actually know, but I'm, let's just say most of them aren't able to meet him in the way that he can meet himself because they're not meeting themselves in that way. Mm. Right. Yeah. So the man that you described, is he looking for a woman who has healed herself and is done with that part of her journey as if that even exists? <laughs> no, of course not. Yeah. So for me, I'll just share. And like, these are things for Zoe to like integrate and actually like gain evidence for and like continue to like, it just makes logical sense. Right. But that doesn't necessarily mean that your body and nervous system is just going to accept it like that. Like if you have, for me, it was like, I believed for such a long time that as a business coach, I had to be killing it all the time. And even a year ago, even though I knew that, um, even though I knew that people wanted more authenticity, they wanted things to be realer. I don't know if that's a word they wanted, you know, it still felt so unsafe for me to show up vulnerably. So I was putting on this whole act at times I was strategizing what I was saying because it just didn't feel safe. Even though I knew logically, like, of course my audience wants to connect with someone that they can resonate with, but on a deeper level than that, I, I didn't trust that that would lead to me making money and I need money to live. Right. So there was work to be done there. So the same thing is true for Zoe. And this is the process we're going to walk you guys through. And I know that you're in this process, Zoe, like you're not new to this at all, but I think like, thank you just for sort of walking through that for our audience. Um, some of the things that I shifted in this area of my life was truly a belief that the person I was meant to be with didn't like they needed, they needed someone that could resonate and hold space for them because obviously they would have been working through similar, um, like similar trauma perhaps, or just past relationship patterns or insecurities or whatever. Um, all of that is definitely true with my current partnership, but it was like a decision and then an integration around the fact that the person that was looking for me was looking for me in my imperfection and what we all desire in the area of, I mean, in any area, but I think especially in romantic relationships is where it comes out the most is permission to feel safe in just being ourselves, right? That's what you said at the very beginning. You want to feel safe with this person. You want to feel held and supported and protected by this person. Men, I really believe also want to protect, um, and so do you think that that version of Zoe that you think you need to be is going to need to be protected? No, like, and this is the thing is I know that that version of me, how I've been operating, like if anything repels men, because like, if we think about the previous guy that I dated, like in Toronto, he was like, Zoe, like, I just feel like you just don't need me. That's literally like, he literally said those words to me. He's like, I literally just feel like you're perfect and you don't need me. And, and I, in that way, I could fully see, like, I realized I hadn't, I haven't, I hadn't let him in, you know? So no wonder we had some things going on, but like, I didn't, it was very unconscious and subconscious to me at the time, but, um, 
I like, again, it comes back to the masculine desires to protect and provide in ways, but I was like, I'm good. I'm good. I've got me. So there's not really a space for you here. Like that's sort of energetically what I was, what I have been saying. Right. And if you met a man who didn't need you, or I mean, what I always say to my boyfriend is like, it's not that I need you. It's that I want you. Like I want your help. I I've proven that I don't need anyone. It doesn't mean that I don't purely desire and, and truly desire that of someone, right. There is a difference between like, like desperate needy energy versus like, I just really desire to be supported in this way. And of course that is something that I need in order to be my full, like capable of creating everything that I know I'm capable of creating, but it's not like a desperate, I'm going to die without you kind of attachment, right? Like that's the difference. But anyways, if you met someone that had it all figured out and never, never leaned on you for anything, would that be appealing to you? Absolutely not. It's like, I imagine like just that you're speaking into, it's like, we don't need each other. It's not this like neediness, like attachment. Um, because then again, that's like what I was explaining in business is like, I don't need like it, my clients, like if a client ha- has done work with me and then they choose to go out into the world on their own, I don't, there's no attachment there. It's like, yay, I'm so happy. It's more of like, it's a conscious choice. So I imagine in this divine partnership, it's like, we don't need each other, but we choose to be with each other each day. And we choose this relationship continuously over and over again, because it expands our lives in ways, just like a client would choose to work with you to expand in the ways that they desire to expand. So again, yeah, it's like not, it's not the need, it's the desire to create something wonderful together. And that conscious choice on it on a daily basis to commit to that. And I think that where some of this is coming from for you and, and where it ter- certainly came from for me, this like needing to be, cause I had a similar condition around, like, I can't be vulnerable. I can't be too invested. I can't be super available to someone, um, because men don't like that and I'll, you know, scare them away or whatever. But that was based off dating a bunch of people that were not what I was looking for. <laughs> Right. And I think more than that, it was that that was me in fear, which then I would attract people and their fear. Right. When I moved into safety in just being myself, I stopped attracting other people's fear bodies or their own shadows. Does that make sense? So it's like integrating into safety around just being yourself such that you don't have rules that are based in fear around who you need to be means that you will attract a counterpart to that. And when we're in fear, they're in fear. When we're pulling away, they're pulling away. Sometimes it looks different when we're in acceptance and love and safety, they're in acceptance and love and safety, but we have to create that within ourselves. And that's not something to, it's, it's something to heal within the nervous system. It's not like let's heal something that's broken. It's like just understanding how the body works. But I want to go back to a question that I asked about your business earlier, but now in regards to this area, why Mm -hmm. then is it that you just being Zoe 
would be appealing to your divine masculine counterpart and be desirable to your divine masculine counterpart? Because I am the feminine and he is not that. And I have, I have an essence that he does not have. I have gifts that he does not have. I have perspectives that he does not have. Um, just likewise, the masculine has, you know, gifts and, and things that, that I don't have. So it's like tuning into, um, yeah, like tuning into just the divine feminine aspect of things. And then also tuning into Zoe, like what, what are my, what is my uniqueness that would, uh, provide expansion or, um, magic for him in ways. I guess. Okay, good. Let's go a little bit deeper though in her imperfection. So Zoe, just as you are today in your hurt and your fears and your, whatever it looks like, whatever you deem as being imperfect, why is that actually what your counterpart is looking for? Because I think that would then would allow him to feel seen and heard in his journey. And needed. Yeah. Yeah. And he would know that you are the person that can hold space for him, which he deeply mm-hmm. desires. Yeah. Right. Like I think it's so easy to look at the people we've dated in the past and be like, well, he doesn't desire someone that holds space for, you know, his journey. Well, those weren't the guys, right? Yeah. Before Mm -hmm. you've attracted people that were more of like the old paradigm. So the guy that you, that you described is needing someone to hold space for him to understand his journey so profoundly. The only reason that you could offer him that is because you've held so much space for yours and continue yeah. to do so. Yeah. Thanks for that low, because that feels really special and true to me. Like it feels like and I'm getting emotional, but it's like, it's like everything that I've been through, like it would be able to be seen in a different way and like received like in actually a way that we would, we would see each other in that space. Like you see clients, right? Like soulmate clients who come in naturally as a coach where anything that client comes to me with, there's a, there's an aspect or a dynamic or a dimension that I've either been through something like that, or there's a piece of me that's moving through something like that in the real time. And um, everyone's your mirror, but I feel like the divine masculine would just be like this ultimate mirror of, you know, we have had a similar past in ways of where I'm imagining this person has faced like abuse um, in their life. Cause that's a big theme for me. Like I imagine they have experienced that and come out the other side of that. And there would just be this feeling of really not feeling alone um, in the relationship. And that would be true on both of your. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I can guarantee you that when you meet this person, the reason that it will work is because of all the ways in which you deem yourself to be imperfect or not yet Zoe 2.0. The reason that it will work is because you can see him in a light that nobody else can because of what you've been through, 
because mm-hmm. of all the, because of your trauma, because of the ways that in which it causes you to sometimes show up that you'd rather not, you know, your, your stress responses and stuff, you'll be able to see him in a way that no one else will be able to, or has ever been able to. And so in past relationships, it's likely that for him, there was more, there was a lot less space holding. There was a, there was more, you know, butting heads. There was more blaming each other. There was more, um, making each other wrong because there wasn't that self-awareness, that level of awareness on both sides that he needs Mm -hmm. so that it's not, it's like, it's just such a level of compassion and connection. Like he is looking not for your perfection. He's looking, this is going to sound weird. He is looking for your flaws and the person that you've become through them. And I don't even like the word flaws because that's not a thing, but do you know what I mean? Like, does that make sense? Yeah, completely. Yeah. I'm feeling it like shift through my body that we're like really unpacking this. And it's, it's really about like opening up the door to that new paradigm in this place where it's just like, I've not even given myself permission to look and see through that door of like, what could this look like? Like, what could it look like if everything that I've been through and everything that I am is working for me and has been working for me this whole time in relationships. And I have not given myself the opportunity to even put on that lens. Yes. In business, of course. Yes. in like whatever I've done sharing my journey with the world, of course, but like, why haven't I given myself permission to open that door and see myself and my journey in that light in this area? And I think that because what's so interesting is that in all other areas of your life, everything you have is because of your honoring and sharing of your journey, right? Your friendships, your, the people that follow you and look up to you, your business, your, um, clients, your books, your, uh, the opportunities that have come your way, the ex- like vast experiences, the, your commitment to just your own self-development, all of that has come because you allowed for, you know, your quote unquote imperfection to be something that you honored and shared and grew through. And so you have such an identity in a, in the best way possible about, I mean, I watched part of your, um, your last workshop about writing your story and about that was like, the first thing you did was share about some of the hard things that you've been through and how you transformed that and turned it into a story that would allow you to connect with others. So it's like, it's so interesting that your belief system is the more that I share who I truly am and what I've been through and what I've healed through and the essence of Zoe, the more the universe rewards me, the more people respond. Mm-hmm. Right. And now it's about transferring that over into this one last area and just Mm -hmm. feeling into that in your body. And you've touched on something there in regards to how that relationship feels for you. Could you give us like a few emotions of what a connection based in you honoring your imperfection is actually your access to your prosperity in this area? How does that relationship feel to you now? Uh, It just feels like a sigh of relief. Like it's like, I can just like put some stuff down, you know, like I think as an entrepreneur too, it's like, I'm holding so much. I'm doing it all by myself. 
And it's like, I just like, it's not like the masculine would come in and he'd take over my business. It's not like that, but it's like, I just wouldn't be alone in the day to day as much. And I know like, of course there's friends and things like that, but it would be a sigh of relief to be like, there is someone here who's offering an energetic essence and a, a very special, unique energetic signature that has me feeling protected. Not like I have to keep my guard up and be like, these are all my things. This is my business. I've got me. I'm literally living alone in Bali, like a foreign country than where I grew up in. Like, there's just a lot that I'm holding on my own. And like, I'm not saying the masculine comes in, he takes these things away from me, but he offers that energetic signature that is a protector or guardian in some way that I can just give myself permission to relax. Like literally imagine that the tightness in my shoulders would just ease up. And I also imagine that this relationship would be incredibly expansive and inspiring. And we would just have beautiful depthy chats. We would uh, inspire each other and create plans, like just travel to get like, I just, yeah, we would travel. We would have experiences. We would, we would create, we would create more fun. It's like, my life is already like fun and amazing and full of freedom, but it would be an entirely new level and a new space with that. Yes. Um, and one of the things that it's not that he's going to hold it for you. He's going to hold it with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's no, like, that was one thing I said to my boyfriend pretty early on is like, I know what I'm capable of but I need there to be more emotional support available to me. And I have the most amazing friends and everything, but it's like, yeah, like it's just, it's just a different level of like having someone there anyways. Um, I think though, like, as you're describing that, that was like so potent and it felt so present to me that I was like almost getting like wrapped up in more of the presence of your relationship than the absence of it. I was like, mm-hmm. like Zoe doesn't already have this person. <laughs> like he's already there. And so, you know, this whole conversation and there's obviously things to continue integrating. And we're, we are, we said in our last episode, we're building IAP now because we're both integrating this in different areas. And for me, it's my business. And I just did a podcast episode about rebuilding from a whole different energetic um, foundation in my business. We are releasing and building IAP at a time when this is integrating for the both of us, because that's when it's going to be the most potent. Right. And so for Zoe, there's integrations to happen here, but do you think, do you think Zoe, you feel more open to the idea that there isn't anything for you to shift, to have this be the most amazing relationship now? Yeah. Thank you so much. Lily. I feel like I'm like literally on the verge of tears, but after this, I'm going to have a good cry. And, um, you know, I think that will also be like another release that's necessary, but I do just feel like this was the unpacking that I really like needed because I do feel like I have opened the door and now it's just, I just need to feel like metaphorically feel that door open in my body, like feel that that spaciousness in my body and even though as I'm speaking into this this king like it's like I I'm already feeling gratitude presents itself in my being because I know that he exists if we're gonna get quantum and esoteric about it it's like past present and future already exists in the now like I I literally feel this person's energy in my field of consciousness so I know that he's out there I know that he's coming in I know that I know that like I know that in my being and it's like 
I think it is just these subtle shifts of integrating that in my body, right? Because logically, like we've spoken to, logically, we know all these things, but it, but feeling and integrating, embodying it is another level. And that's what we do in IAP. And that's what I feel like the work, the work is now for me to do. That's what I've been yeah. saying to people. It's an integration mm-hmm. of these things because it's it's one thing to have this conversation and be like, these are conditions and just let go of your conditions. It's another thing to shift that within the body such that you actually feel in resonance with these things and you're not creating conditions around why they can't come, right? Because I think for you, the main story, so to speak, has been, I'm not ready, yeah. right? I'm not 100%. ready these conditions need to change. I need to be more of this and less of that. And da, 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 da. And it's, it's releasing that on a nervous system level. That's going to let it in. Mm-hmm. Right? And the other thing is too, and like, this is the cherry on top of the cake for me and why I'm quote unquote rebuilding is because, sorry, is that you don't want a relationship that requires you to be anything other than Zoe in all her, you know, some days you're going to be on top of the fucking world. And some days you're going to be, you know, in a pit of anxiety. You don't want a relationship. You don't want to manifest someone that you manifested because you in your mind met certain conditions that now you don't know that you're going to be able to uphold, right? It has to be unconditional for it to be completely sustainable. And so like for me and my relationship, I feel like I can be CEO low one day and a pile on the floor, like a puddle on the floor the next day. And I don't have a story about what that means for how I get to be received by people or supported by people, um, or person (laughs) in this case, but, um, whereas before I totally did, and this is what happened in my business was I met all these conditions and then my business thrived. And then I built a whole life around it thriving And then some of those conditions changed and I couldn't for the life of me uphold any of them. And it resulted in like a year and a half worth of just so much mental and emotional anguish. Um, because I like my, the, the money and clients were conditional for me. So people, when it comes to manifestation are just constantly trying to meet these conditions. Let me, what is the perfect mindset practice? What's the perfect way of being? What's, how do I get to a place of perfection in my beliefs and in my energy and blah, blah, blah. And if I can do that, then I can have this thing that I want. But the problem is you're going to have to keep being like, you're going to have to keep doing that to keep it. So even if for you, Zoe, you could get to this Zoe 2.0, and that would be the thing that you allowed to be permission, grant yourself permission to let it in. Now you have to stay as that version of Zoe because you're going to tell yourself it's not safe to be anything else. It might go away. And that's not the relationship that you want. No. Right. No. It like the relationship that you're calling in is unconditional. The business people are calling in the money. People are calling in. You don't want it for a short period of time while you're able to juggle all these plates in the air. You want it to come and to stay forever. And the only way to do that is to undo the belief that things need to change in order for you to be worthy of having that thing and to accept that you're worthy now so that it can come and it can stay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry. I know I went on a little tangent there. No, it's perfect um, though. It's, it's all, it's all integrating right now. 
Well, and this is what I'm so excited for with IAP is like this content is going to be, it's going to be, even though we're calling it a sister program to QC squared, it's, they're two entirely different programs and the energy in them are, is going to be very different. This is going to be more than anything, a transmission for Zoe and I, as we integrate, um, what we're talking about here in different areas create truly unconditional prosperity, whether it's in love, whether it's in business, what doesn't matter, um, and share that with you guys so that you can do the same. And you can not only let in what you want by releasing conditions and stabilize, integrating that on a deep level. Um, but you get to actually keep it and it gets to, we, we desire love that feels free. We desire money and businesses that feel free, but we try and you know, chain ourselves to all of these conditions and ways of being and energy and mindset and actions. And it's not free. Right. I thought I'd like built, I built the old paradigm version of freedom in my business. If I just make this much money and sustain it, I'm free. What I meant by that was I'm free from working a job. I'm free to make whatever financial decisions I want to make, but I wasn't actually free because the second that circumstances changed, you know, it, things shifted. The level of freedom I desire is freedom to be completely myself and to have abundance and prosperity come regardless. And that is an available paradigm. And we all have an area of our life, an area of our life that works effortlessly. And that is abundant AF where you don't place conditions on who you think you need to be and do and what you need to do and how you need to feel in order to have what you want. And we're saying, let us help you create that way of being in other areas of your life so that what you want can have, or sorry, what you want can come effortlessly and stay forever. Anyways, I'm repeating myself now. <laughs> sorry. <though. laughs> yeah, but that's Absolutely. it, right? Like, I love what you pinpointed is we all have an area of ease. Maybe that's friendships. Maybe that's, maybe that is romantic partnerships for you already. Maybe that is your business. Maybe that is your family life. Maybe that is how you operate in the world. Like we all have this sort of zone of ease or zone of genius where it just is right. Ask yourself right now, like, where's that place where it just is. And essentially what we, what we're doing in IAP is you already, you already have somewhat of an understanding of that, or through this podcast today, you you've gained more awareness over that. It's essentially copying and pasting that ease and pasting it on every other area of your life. So you just get to be, you just get to be who you are, who you came here to be. And that is enough. And just like low coach, me today, it's like fully recognizing, okay, in this space where that feels like perhaps my zone of genius, like business and how I operate there. Okay. That's so easy for you, Zoe, just to be Zoe in that space. How do we bring that ease over into romantic partnerships where there has been, you know, based on my past, absolutely none of that <laughs> to this point. And now we're creating that. We're literally creating that from nothing. In fact, we're creating that from absolute shit. If I'm being honest, like, like I opened up about my past and like the abuse and like not having any money and my ex stole things from me. Like it, it's just like, if we looked at everything that I've attracted in, not everything, I guess I did have one very beautiful, my first like long-term relationship was, was real for what it was. Um, but like, <laughs> everything in my, uh, 
you know, t- the journey of the twenties. Like if we look at that, it was just kind of like, yo, what is this mess? Like <laughs> that's sort of like what it was, but it's just, it's, it was all the learning. It was all the contrast that was necessary in order to bring me to this place to really see none of that was working. The past was not working. It was full of conditions. It was full of rules. It was full of unhealed trauma and unhealed patterns and, and trauma bonds, you know, attachment styles, all of that stuff. But then that provided me with the awareness that I've needed now to really be able to open up to see and feel. And now through this coaching session today, begin to understand and embody what ease in that area looks like. The con again, when I say it's the contrast is necessary, no matter where you guys are, if you're like, wow, this area of my life just feels like it's just a shit storm. Great. Great. Because <laughs> that's the contrast, right? That's the contrast to highlight. Okay. Well, let's do the work in that area. You're not alone, especially in an eight week portal, right? An eight week container that we're holding. Expect miracles, expect grand transformation, because that's what happens when you actually decide to focus. Just as I said, like it's only been at the forefront for me for maybe two weeks now, three weeks, maybe the divine union. And I have already come leaps and bounds and I have attracted like, or created the tools, the information, the books, the like talks, you know, this opportunity with low on the pot, like all of that has just flowed into my reality very easily because I decided that this area is no longer going to look like a shitstorm. In fact, it's going to be extremely prosperous. And if I've learned anything along my journey of manifesting, it's that things can go from shit to gold in a very short period of time. Like like there are no conditions where I'm like, oh, well, it's been this way in this area for this long. And therefore it can't be different than that. Um, it's just not true. Like, like you could go so from having a decade, let's say of shitty experiences when it comes to this area of your life to the love of your life tomorrow. Like it, it can be that way. Um, but it takes being open to it. It takes letting go of the story that it can't be. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and the idea that you need to be someone else in order to have what you want, which is just, God, we could just do a whole episode on that. But, um, yeah. So if you're telling yourself that there's some level of perfectionism you need to get to before it gets to work, that's what we're asking you to let go of inside of IAP so that it gets to work without you needing to be perfect. And God, that would be so boring. I managed to be perfect in this area. And now I get to have what I want. <laughs> like, No, I want to be a hot freaking mess and have it all over the place and be a millionaire and have all the love that I desire and have the most amazing life. Like that sounds good to me. I don't want to control shit. (laughs) Yeah. This is, it's about freedom. It comes back to freedom, just feeling free to be who we came here to be and really getting out of our own way, stop inhibiting ourselves. But first that takes looking at that right? Bringing awareness to that, shining a light on that and choosing that I get to choose a completely different paradigm for my life. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I think we've, (laughs) we've said it here. Um, so thank you Zoe for just, uh, this is like, I think one of my favorite episodes we've ever done. Maybe my favorite. I just feel like, thank you, Lo. (laughs) It was so like, I had a good feeling about it. Um, and we really hope that it was, I know that it was valuable for people listening and, uh, we're going to dive deeper 
into some of what we talked about here today inside of our masterclass. So um, check that out on Thursday. There will be a replay and the price for uh, Imperfect and Prosperous is going up on Thursday night and we'll be starting together on November 1st. And I've just, I've never been more excited to do deliver a program. Like I just feel so passionate about this where I'm like, imagine the whole world allowed themselves to believe that they could have what they want just because they're worthy of it without changing a damn thing. Like, wow, what a different world that would be. And that's what we're going to be. That's the paradigm we are creating. And you guys are becoming leaders within inside of IAP. So we're just, we, there's something very special about a foundational round of a new program. And I think this program in particular, just Zoe said it like right before we launched, you were like, there's just something about this program and this container. And I agree. And we're not even hundred percent sure what that is yet. Other than the fact that I think this is like just the work that everybody needs to be honest. Um, but I think we're going to discover it together inside of the curriculum. I'm so incredibly excited. Me too. All right. Thank you guys so much. Um, and yeah, again, thank you, Zoe. We've got a couple more podcast episodes coming to you around, you know, these kinds of topics during our IAP launch. And we're excited to connect with you during the masterclass on Thursday. Yes. See you guys there. Love you. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for spending a piece of your day with us and tuning into the Low and Zoe show. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate it and share on social media. Be sure to tag us. If you're ready to transform yourself in order to transform your life and get personalized support and coaching from us while doing it, click the link below to read all about the Low and Zone membership, the Abundant Beings Club. Until next time, stay abundant.